Good morning. I'd like to say it's uh, good to be back this morning. Thankful uh, for another opportunity. It's been uh, granted to us to be able to stand for the Lord this morning. Thankful for all that He has done for us. And, uh, you know, we've definitely had some good rain over the past little bit. We know it's been much needed. Uh, uh, always good to hear, about, hear the news about those that's been saved. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it, it just goes show that Lord, he, He's still in the saving business. And uh, we we look around us a lot. It uh, uh, seems like living a time, people's all about authority. Uh, people want to talk about authority a lot. Uh, this person's in control. That person's in control. Uh, just everywhere as you look, uh, there's always authority. But, but I'm thankful this morning, know that the Lord ultimately, He's still in charge of all things. And His authority will rule over everything. Uh, here on this earth, we know that, uh, yes, we're to be subjective to our leaders, uh, but, but we know that in the end, even, even our most powerful leaders are going to have to stand before the Lord. And, and it's so good to know that uh, he, he is still in control of all things. And, and, you know, we sang a song a lot of times, I, I, don't know who, or, I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds my hand. And I'm thankful today to know that uh, uh, the Lord that I serve, the Lord that saved my soul as a 17-year-old boy, on old mourner's bench over at New Salem Missionary Baptist in Allen County. Uh, I, he, he knows what, what's ahead of me tomorrow. He, he knows what's ahead of me a year from now. Uh, he, he, he knows all things. He's omnipotent and he's all-knowing. And, and I'm just thankful for that today, knowing that we serve a God like that. Uh, we would encourage everyone to uh, just make yourself at home in this service today. Uh, you know, according to the Bible, in order to uh, worship the Lord, we have to worship Him two ways. Number one, in spirit, meaning that you have to have a time and place of salvation. You have to know the Lord. You have to be His. And number two, in truth. And in order to do that, we, we have to depend upon the leadership of the Spirit, as we spoke of earlier. And we know that His Spirit will not... Uh, 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 recognize anything, if you will, except for the truth. We know that uh, His Spirit bears, bears witness with the Spirit that dwells within us once we have been saved, and it will lead us into the truth if we just follow it. And so this morning, we would encourage you, just follow the leadership of the Spirit, whatever it might be. Uh, we might ask to be a word on anybody's heart before we uh, get started with the reading lesson today. I do ask you all to uh, bear with me today. I don't know if I'm dealing with sinus issues or what, uh, my head feels about like it's in a 55-gallon drum right now, so we'll get through this the best that we can. We know the Lord will get us through it. But if there's not a word on anybody's heart, if you have your Bibles you want to read along with us this morning, I would invite you over the book of Revelations, the sixth chapter, for just a few moments of time. I don't know how long we'll be this morning. We'll just go until the Lord's done with us. I'll give you a minute to get turned over there. Again, we do desire your prayers this morning. We're going to start reading with the 12th verse this morning for a reading lesson. I might need to... Well, can y'all hear me okay? Okay. I know sometimes certain people that here so accuse me of having a loud mouth anyway, so... Nothing wrong with a little humor here and there. But starting with the twelfth verse, it tells us, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. 
And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and every island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth, and the great man, and the rich man, and the chief captains, and the mighty man, and every bondman, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? You know, as we get into this reading lesson this morning, I, I want to focus on that last verse there this morning for just a little bit of time there. Uh, uh, as it was written there, uh, 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 there, there's a question that's asked there. As, a, as the writer was speaking there, as John, I believe this was uh, uh, made manifest, and he saw this in his vision while he was in exile there on the Isle of Patmos. He witnessed uh, 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 this day that was going to come that uh, uh, the Bible has prophesied all through the years, and we know that Christ, He has spoke about it, uh, 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 His second coming that's going to come someday. And, and that day and hour, no man, they know the, uh, uh, know the day or time that this second coming is going to come. But uh, uh, we know that during that time, this thing that's known as time is going to cease to exist anymore. Uh, uh, as we're sitting here right now, we're standing here and we look back there. You know, we see a clock right over here uh, uh, to our left here and we use that to... Uh, Keep time, if you will, and we're on a time schedule uh, uh, every day of our life. As we was uh, getting ready, I got up this morning and uh, uh, fried some bacon up this morning. Brooke, she made some uh, eggs and uh, 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 the breakfast and everything, had a cup of coffee, and we're looking at the clock saying, well, we're on a time schedule. We need to be leaving the house by this time. But friends, it's saying on this time, it's going to cease to exist during that time. Uh, but yet there's a question that is asked there uh, of the scriptures. It tells us when that day comes uh, to those of us that have been saved by the Lord's grace, that's going to be a glorious day unto us. That's going to be a day uh, that I know that uh, uh, we'll no longer, those of us that have been saved, are going to have to worry about the old troubles of this whole world. The old pains that this whole body might have. You know, Brother Roger, as you were speaking about your illness, illness earlier, you're not going to have to worry about that anymore. The Bible tells us we're going to go to a place uh, that eyes have not seen, ears, ears not heard, it's not even entered into our hearts, the joys that await us there, those of us that are prepared for that day. And friends, I want to ask the question this morning, uh, when that day comes, uh, that that trumpet sounds, and, uh, and I want you to understand uh, uh, that eternity begins the moment that uh, life leaves this old body, uh, whether or not that be today, whether or not that be a hundred years for you from now, you are going to stand before the Lord, and are you ready to stand before Him? You see, as the Bible tells us there, uh, 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 during that time, there's going to be a great separation that's going to come, uh, uh, that during that time, those of us that have been saved, we're going to be separated from those that are lost and separated from the Lord. And the Bible tells us that those of us that have been saved, uh, Christ, He tells us over there uh, that He shall say unto them uh, uh, to uh, uh, go and inherit the kingdom that was prepared for them. And uh, uh, those that are uh, seated on the left or standing on the left, He's going to tell them, Depart from ye workers of iniquity, for I never knew ye. And friends, I want you to understand, you're not going to depart from Him and just go out here and uh, 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 go to another corner or something. The Bible it tells us of a place that's known as hell that's going to be your home for eternity uh, if you're not prepared to meet the Lord. And friend, as we get in this message this morning, I want you to focus and I want you to ask yourself that question. 
Am I prepared to meet the Lord today? You know, we think about that word preparedness a lot. Uh, Burke and I, we just got back from vacation a couple of days ago. Uh, went up about the northeast for a, uh, visited a few states and everything. And, uh, you know, she spent about a week there getting prepared for this vacation. I was trying to get stuff prepared, if you will, to be away from the farms for, uh, uh, for a few days, making preparations for people to check on stuff or get this done or get that done, the guys that work for us and uh, my cousin and everything. While we're gone, let's try to get this done. Let's try to get that done. You know, we're getting prepared for these things. And that's what we do in life so much of the time. You know, in life we focus so much upon the things uh, uh, that are happening here and now. Uh, uh, we know uh, it seems like I, I looked at the calendar this morning and I told Brooke, I said, you know, uh, it, it, it's done near the end of July. It, it seems like this year is just flying by. And before you know it, you know, uh, kids are going to be getting ready to be getting back to school. Uh, it, it's uh, Sunday right now as we uh, 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 leave church here in a little bit. People, without doubt, are probably going to be making preparations to get back to work tomorrow, or they might be getting prepared for a vacation. Uh, we spend so much time getting prepared. Where are you prepared for the most important thing you're going to have to be prepared for in this life? You see, the church, uh, I, I want you to understand this morning, and I don't know where anybody stands with the Lord this morning. Uh, you know, I've heard my mother's testimony back there. I've heard Brooke's testimony. I've heard my sister's testimony a few times, but I'm the only person that I can speak for and say that, yes, I am prepared to meet the Lord someday simply because of what I know that he done for me as that 17-year-old boy on that mourner's bench when he saved my soul that night at New Salem Missionary Baptist Church. And I want you to understand this morning, that's the most important preparation that I made in my life. It's the most important preparation that you will ever make in your life. You see, we focus so much in this life, and I'll use my uh, uh, testimony just a little bit, if you will. You know, the Lord, when He convicted me as that 10-year-old boy, and uh, that conviction set up in my heart, and He let me know things are not right between us. Uh, you are lost, and you are separated from me. You need to be making things right. We need to uh, uh, be praying to the Lord, uh, and, and you need to be getting prepared for this day, because even though right now, you know, you're 10 years old, and uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the greatest lie, as far as I'm concerned, that Satan ever tells a lost soul is, don't worry about it, you've got plenty of time. You see, Satan, he told me that for several years, it seemed like. I was 10 years old, and he'd tell me, well, don't worry about it right now, you just worry about this. You worry about that, you'll get stuff worked out someday, just don't even worry about it. You're too young right now to even be worried about it. But friend, I want you to understand this morning... You may, like I said, I don't know anybody's heart out there this morning. I don't know where anybody stands with the Lord. But you could be out there this morning. You might be lost and separated from the Lord. You might feel that conviction uh, setting up in your heart, letting you know uh, that things are not right between you and the Lord. I'm going to tell you right now, don't listen to Satan if he's sitting there telling you you've got plenty of time. Because I'm going to tell you, and I know Brooke can tell you from experience, and Rogers done gave an example this morning, you do not know when that brittle thread of life is going to be snapped. You could be here today, you could have all these plans for tomorrow, you can have all these plans uh, uh, for the upcoming years, you can be called out of this life today. No man is guaranteed another second here upon this earth. That is how important it is that you are prepared to meet the Lord 
uh, friend, I want you to understand today, uh, uh, during the short amount of time that we have been uh, 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 gathered here this morning, there has been people that have been called out of this side of eternity uh, uh, to meet the Lord. A lot of them was not prepared to meet Him. A lot of them did not make those preparations. A lot of them, without a doubt, stood before the Lord, and they might be begging their case right now before the Lord. Tell them, Lord, if I just had just a little more time. Well, friend, I'm going to tell you, you know, according to the book of Hebrews, it tells us there that's appointed to us all to die. That's something that we're all going to have to do someday. You know, old, old brother Eric here, even though he's 41 years old, there's a time that's appointed to me. I don't know when it is. It could be today. It could be 50 years from now. But I know that that time is appointed that the Lord's going to tell me, you know what, it's time for you to pay the wages of sin. Uh, this, that old fleshly body, it's a, it's a sinful being, if you will, the best that we can do. The Bible tells us that none of us can live above sin. We all sin and fall short daily of the glory of God. And it's human nature for us to be a sinful being because of the transgression of Adam. And so we've all got to pay that price sometime. You see, you're not guaranteed that you're going to live to be old. You're not guaranteed that uh, uh, you're going to be able to even see the end of this day. Are you prepared for that day? Will you be able to stand before the Lord when that day comes? I can't answer that question for you. You might be saying, well, preacher, I know that I'm lost. Uh, the Lord has let me know that things are not right between us. How do I make things right? We know originally, I thought I was originally going to be preaching from the book of Acts about Paul and Silas. And uh, uh, for some reason, it seems like the Lord, uh, as we were setting up there, changed my thought on me. But you know, over in the book of Acts, uh, uh, speaking of uh, Paul and Silas, uh, uh, it tells us at the time that they was jailed and uh, uh, that there was, uh, they started singing and praying and there, uh, a great earthquake came and leveled the uh, foundations, if you will, of the jail. And it tells us that that old Philippian jailer came in before them uh, uh, and fell down before them trembling and asked the question, what must I do to be saved? We know Paul and Silas, they told him, Believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thine house. Well, as we get into that, as we done uh, uh, spoke of earlier, making preparations to meet the Lord is something you cannot do on your own. It is not in, the, in, in our power to be able to do that. You see, myself, I, I remember growing up and uh, uh, being took to church uh, uh, my whole life and everything. And uh, uh, I, I knew uh, during that time as I was growing up, there's going to come a day that I'm going to have to make things right with the Lord. There's going to come a day that I know that I'm going to be lost and separated from the Lord. I'm going to reach that age of accountability. I know that day is going to come to me someday. And, and, and church, I want you to understand this morning it's going to come to all of us. Those that live long enough will reach that age of accountability. I'm so thankful today there was a way provided, though, that we can miss hell. You see, the Scriptures, it tells us, uh, 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 I'm trying to think, I believe it's uh, over in the book of Revelations, uh, where it speaks of Christ and how He stood as a lamb slain before the very foundations of the world. You see, I believe if you go back in the beginning, uh, the Scriptures, it tells us over there, that uh, 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 God, uh, uh, He made the statement, let us create man in our own image. You see, Christ, He was standing there, uh, right there with the Father during that time, and I believe that He knew during that time that mankind is not going to be able to live above sin. 
Uh, I believe that he knew he was going to have to come and pay that price there upon that cross at Calvary. He was going to have to shed his precious life's blood there upon that cross so that that door of mercy could be made open unto us. Uh, I think back a lot about the old Mosaic law. And uh, you can read over there a lot uh, about how the shedding of blood was made back then, uh, whether it be uh, goats or uh, or doves or whatever it might be that the family would take and they would take to the high priest who would uh, uh, take them to the temple there and take them uh, uh, back to the place known as the most holy of holies which only he could enter. And I believe there was a great curtain that was there that only he could enter behind. And uh, he would offer that blood upon that altar there for the remission of sins for the people there. But yet we know the scriptures, it tells us uh, that the moment that Christ died there upon that cross, that that temple was written half, that veil of that temple was written half, and he opened up the door that whosoever shall come to him shall be saved. You can make preparations to meet the Lord today. If you feel the Lord dealing with you, if you know that you are lost and separated from the Lord, and I can't tell you that, there's no man that can tell you that here. Uh, that, that, that's between you and the Lord. The scriptures, it tells us to let every man work out his uh, uh, own salvation with uh, uh, fear and trembling. And that's exactly what it takes, as we spoke of earlier. Just as that old Philippian jailer was uh, uh, speaking there, you know, the scriptures, it tells us he fell down there before Paul and Silas. He was trembling. I believe there was a fear there uh, this, uh, over in the 116th Psalm. As David was speaking there, he tells us over there uh, about how the sorrows of death and the pains of hell got a hold upon him. He had found trouble and sorrow. I believe David during that time came to the point that he realized he was lost and separated from the Lord. Uh, you see, it takes a drawing power of the Lord, drawing one down to a place of repentance. As the book of Second Corinthians, I believe the seventh chapter tells us over there uh, that it takes a drawing power of the Lord, godly sorrow, worketh unto repentance. And the scriptures, I know Christ, he even makes a statement himself uh, that no man can come to the Father lest he first be drawn by him. In other words, it takes the Lord bringing you down to a place of repentance. Church, you know, there's, been a, there's going to be a lot of people. There's a lot of people that will stand before the Lord today thinking they're prepared. Hoping they're prepared. Church, you can know that you are prepared to meet the Lord. You know, as we were speaking that 116th Psalm there, David, he went on, he made the statement, then cried out upon the Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee to live my soul. You can read over in the book of Luke of a parable which Christ spoke over there about a Pharisee and a publican. Scriptures, it tells us the two men went up to the temple to pray there. And it tells us over there that the uh, though, uh, uh, Pharisee, if you will, he tried to justify himself with the Lord. He made the statement over there saying, Oh Lord, I, I, I thank you that I'm not as other men are, even as this publican. I fast twice in the day. I, I give so much of the money that I make. In other words, look at the good works that I do, Lord. But you know, Scriptures, it tells us that that publican, he wouldn't even lift his eyes up, up off his breast, but instead smote there upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. You see, in, other, in order to make things right with the Lord, first of all, you're going to have to come to the realization of what you are. You're going to have to come to the realization that you're a sinner in need of the Lord's mercy. 
There is mercy to be had. Just call upon the Lord. David, he went on that 116th Psalm to make the statement, Gracious is the Lord, our God is merciful. We serve a merciful God. Because of the transgression of His law, we all was destined for this place known as hell. But there was a way provided that you could make preparations to meet Him someday. I can't help but think how David, as he went on to say, that he shall, he will dwell in the, uh, before the Lord in the land of the living. You see, church, he didn't say, I hope so. I think I will. Maybe I will. When we get there, we'll just weigh my good works up against my bad and wait and see. He said, I will. You see, David, he had an experience there with the Lord just as I did as that 17-year-old boy on that mourner's bench, when I felt that sin, when I felt that burden roll off me and was replaced with that sweet peace. The Bible tells us it's a peace that surpasses all understanding, and that's exactly what it is, a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's a peace that I can't give you. It's a peace that Brother Paul can't give you. It's a peace that no man can give you. It's the free gift of salvation from the Lord. The free gift. Being ready to meet Him someday. Are you ready for that day? As we done stated earlier, there's a whole world full of people out there today. A lot of them woke up this morning with all sorts of plans. A lot of them have done left this world. A lot of them will leave this world before this day is over. I might leave this world before this day is over. Any of us here might leave this world today and face eternity before this day is over. Are you prepared to stand before the Lord? Are you ready for that day of wrath to come? That day is coming. I have a feeling that day is probably a lot closer than we realize. But friend, I want you to understand, if you're out there and you're lost and uh, separated from the Lord, you don't have two strikes against you. The Lord can either come back any time, or you can die in a lost and separated state from the Lord. I know a lot of people tell me, preacher, we don't want to hear you talking about hell, it scares us. Well, I'm going to tell you what, if death and hell scares you, there's probably a reason. And you can make it right with the Lord. He's just sitting there right now waiting to hear your prayer. You see, Christ, when He shed His life's blood there upon that cross at Calvary, He was the perfect sacrifice. His blood was the perfect atonement for sin. We done spoke a little bit about the old Mosaic law. You see, that, those sacrifices was not perfect. His blood was perfect. He's seated there right now on the right hand of the Father, acting as the uh, new high priest. He's the mediator of the New Testament, the Scriptures tells us. He's He's waiting there right now, just waiting to hear your prayer. Just waiting to hear that prayer for salvation, for forgiveness. You can have it this morning. You can make preparations to meet the Lord today. You don't have to be in this church. I got saved on an old altar 
you don't have to be on the altar. The Lord will save you wherever your heart meets that condition. Whenever you come to Him with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and the Bible, it goes on to tell, to tell you, I believe in the book of, uh, of Romans, I believe it is, that in order to please Him, you first must, must first believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. You know, church, and I'll try to close here before long, but I feel like the Lord keeps putting stuff on me, and, and we've got to go until He's uh, done with us. But, you know, it seems like so much of the world, uh, 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 that they want to go with that first part there in that statement in the Bible. They want to believe that he is, that he, uh, uh, that, that he is the Son of God. We hear, uh, I'm going to tell you, it seems like, and I'm just going to be honest with you, I'm going to say 95% of, uh, of the Christians out there do that. They believe that, yes, he's the Son of God, and they believe that's going to take him to heaven, just confessing with the mouth. They leave out that diligently seeking him part. They leave out that part of seeking him until they know without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord has saved their soul. You can have that today. I think a lot of times, uh, and I, I don't know why, I feel like the Lord keeps putting stuff on me, and I apologize, but uh, I, I think a lot of times of uh, how the Scriptures, it tells us that there's going to be those that are going to stand before the Lord and cry, Oh, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in thy name, and in thy name cast out demons? And he shall say unto them, Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I never knew ye. There's a lot of people out there who think they're prepared to meet the Lord. They think that they know the Lord, but they do not have that one-on-one experience where they know that the Lord saved their soul today. I'm going to leave with that question once again. Have you made preparations for that day? You might not want to think about it, It might scare you so much that you just keep pushing it off and pushing it off. Well, I'm going to tell you, you can do that. God will let you do that. He'll let you push Him aside all that you want to. But you will stand before Him someday. The Scriptures, it tells us every knee is going to bow and every knee is going to confess Him someday. You're either going to do it on this side of eternity or you're going to do it on the other side of eternity when it's going to be too late. Are you prepared for that day? We're going to close with that question. I would, uh, I would encourage you today that if you don't know the Lord, if you know that you're not prepared for that day, to seek Him while He may be found. That door of mercy can be closed any moment. And friend, it's going to be too late at that time. We'll get ready to turn service back over to the song leader at this time. We would encourage you once again, if you know that you're lost and separated from the Lord, there's a little altar space up here. Come and pray. Pray until you know that the Lord has saved your soul. I can't give it to you. There's no man that can give you salvation. I've only got enough to get me to heaven. And I tell you, I believe in the, uh, a lot of people say that I'd give you the shirt off my back. But I'm going to tell you, I've got enough to get me to heaven. I, I, I can't give, no, give nobody none of it. If it came, came from me anyways, it wouldn't be perfect. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good enough. We're going to turn service back over Brother Joe this time.